Welcome to PsalmsCast. Today is the 22nd day of October. I am Denise. Congratulations, you have made it through another week. How was your journey? Were you able to accomplish all that you desired? Or perhaps this week seemed to have been a total flop. We are in the latter party. This week ended up not looking at all like what we had hoped. It continues to be a bit of a rough ride, but God is bigger than this temporary inconvenience. God's word provides such encouragement when one is walking through the uncomfortable. God's word testifies over and over again to the truth, often generations before a significant life-changing event will take place. One of the Psalms we will explore today was written by King David during his life but it foretells events in detail that would take place over 900 years later. So today we are exploring Psalm 22, Psalm 52, Psalm 82, Psalm 112, and Psalm 142, and I am reading from the Living Bible. If you are just joining for the first time today, welcome. Sit back, allow the goodness of God's living words to flow into your life. But first, let's do as we do each day and ask the Lord to bless this time together. Lord, it is only you who can open our ears and give us an understanding of the truth that you have for each one of us today as we journey into your Psalms. Psalm 22 My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Why do you refuse to help me or even to listen to my groans? Day and night I keep on weeping, crying for your help, but there is no reply, for you are holy. The praises of our fathers surrounded your throne. They trusted you and you delivered them. You heard their cries for help and saved them. They were never disappointed when they sought your aid. But I am a worm, not a man scorned and despised by my own people and by all mankind. Everyone who sees me mocks and sneers and shrugs. Is this the one who rolled his burden on the Lord, they laughed? Is this the one who claimed the Lord delights in him? We'll believe it when we see God rescue him. Lord, how you have helped me before. You took me safely from my mother's womb and brought me through the years of infancy. I have depended upon you since birth. You have always been my God. Don't leave me now, for trouble is near and no one else can possibly help. I am surrounded by fearsome enemies, strong as the giant bulls from Bashan. They come at me with open jaws, like roaring lions attacking their prey. My strength is drained away like water, and all my bones are out of joint. My heart melts like wax. My strength has dried up like sun-baked clay. My tongue sticks to my mouth, for you have laid me in the dust of death. The enemy, this gang of evil men, circles me like a pack of dogs. They have pierced my hands and feet. I can count every bone in my body. See these men of evil gloat and stare. They divide my clothes among themselves by the toss of the dice. 
O Lord, don't stay away. O God, my strength, hurry to my aid. Rescue me from death. Spare my precious life from all these evil men. Save me from these lion's jaws and from the horns of these wild oxen. Yes, God will answer me and rescue me. I will praise you to all my brothers. I will stand up before the congregation and testify of the wonderful things you have done. Praise the Lord, each one of you who fears him, I will say. Each one of you must fear and reverence his name. Let all Israel sing his praises, for he has not despised my cries of deep despair. He has not turned and walked away. Then I cried to him, and he heard and came. Yes, I will stand and praise you before all the people. I will publicly fulfill my vows in the presence of all who reverence your name. The poor shall eat and be satisfied. All who seek the Lord shall find him and shall praise his name. Their hearts shall rejoice with everlasting joy. The whole earth shall see it and return to the Lord. The people of every nation shall worship him. For the Lord is king and rules the nations, both proud and humble together. All who are mortal, born to die, shall worship him. Our children, too, shall serve him, for they shall hear from us about the wonders of the Lord. Generations yet unborn shall hear of all the miracles he did for us. Psalm 52, written by David to protest against his enemy, Dog, who later slaughtered 85 priests and their families. You call yourself a hero, do you? You boast about this evil deed of yours against God's people. You are sharp as attack in plotting your evil tricks. How you love wickedness far more than good and lying more than truth. You love to slander. You love to say anything that will do harm, O man, with the lying tongue. But God will strike you down, pull you from your house, and drag you away from the land of the living. The followers of God will see it happen. They will watch in awe. Then they will laugh and say, See what happens to those who despise God and trust in their wealth and become ever more bold in their wickedness? But I am like a sheltered olive tree, protected by the Lord himself. I trust in the mercy of God forever and ever. O Lord, I will praise you forever and ever for your punishment, and I will wait for your mercies, for everyone knows what a merciful God you are. Psalm 82 God stands up to open heaven's court. He pronounces judgment on the judges. How long will you judges refuse to listen to the evidence? How long will you shower special favors on the wicked? Give fair judgment to the poor man, the afflicted, the fatherless, the destitute. Rescue the poor and helpless from the grasp of evil men. But you are so foolish and so ignorant. Because you are in darkness, all the foundations of society are shaken to the core. I have called you all gods and sons of the Most High. But in death you are mere men. You will fall as any prince, for all must die. Stand up, O God, and judge the earth, for all of it belongs to you. 
All nations are in your hands. Psalm 112 Praise the Lord, for all who fear God and trust in Him are blessed beyond expression. Yes, happy is the man who delights in doing His commands. His children shall be honored everywhere, for good men's sons have a special heritage. He himself shall be wealthy, and his good deeds will never be forgotten. When darkness overtakes him, light will come bursting in. He is kind and merciful, and all goes well for the generous man who conducts his business fairly. Such a man will not be overthrown by evil circumstances. God's constant care of him will make a deep impression on all who see it. He does not fear bad news, nor live in dread of what may happen, for he is settled in his mind that Jehovah will take care of him. This is why he is not afraid, but can calmly face his foes. He gives generously to those in need. His deeds will never be forgotten. He shall have influence and honor. Evil-minded men will be infuriated when they see all this. They will gnash their teeth in anger and slink away their hopes thwart it. Psalm 142 How I plead with God, how I implore His mercy, pouring out my troubles before Him. For I am overwhelmed and desperate, and you alone know which way I ought to turn to miss the traps my enemies have set for me. There's one just over there to the right. No one gives me a passing thought. No one will help me. No one cares a bit what happens to me. Then I prayed to Jehovah, Lord, I pled. You are my only place of refuge. Only you can keep me safe. Hear my cry, for I am very low. Rescue me from my persecutors, for they are too strong for me. Bring me out of prison so that I can thank you. The godly will rejoice with me for all your help. Were you able to discern which psalm referenced an event that was 900 years into the future as of its writing? The first psalm, Psalm 22, was written by David about 1,000, give or take 100 years, and the word portrays someone who is going through a really hard reality where everyone around that person has utter contempt for him. The graphic details of being crucified, the explicit reference to the piercing of the hands and the feet that we find in verse 16. This was very unusual to find in Hebrew literature at this time because Deuteronomy chapter 21 verse 23 says, cursed is everyone who is hanged on a tree. This form of capital punishment was not part of the Hebrew culture, but it was an important method of capital punishment found first with the Persians, which lasted or started approximately in 559 BCE. So that brutal form of killing somebody would have been sometime 400 to 500 years after David's lifetime. I find it fascinating that the Holy Spirit inspired the psalmist to state, they pierced my hands and my feet, because that wasn't a known thing at that time. 
Psalm 22 is a remarkable prophecy regarding Jesus Christ's final hours in mortality when he suffered intense abuse, followed by his crucifixion. Within the psalm, we have the actual words that Jesus spoke while he was on the cross. My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? The psalm discusses the casting of lots for garments just as the guards did while Jesus was hanging on that cross. Psalm 22 also contains vivid descriptions of what happened to Jesus' physical body while on the cross. These verses describe what happened to his body, the bones, the heart, his bowels, tongue, jaws, hands, feet, as it was stretched out and nailed to the cross and remained so for hours. So who is the psalmist writing about? Is he writing about his own experience? or perhaps his own imaginings? Or did the Holy Spirit give this person a prophecy of an event that was yet to come? And if so, what event? The event that God had planned since the beginning of his creation. And we find that in Genesis 3, which foretold there would come one day. Yes, the serpent would strike the foot of the woman's offspring who is the only man who came forth from a woman only, a virgin, a virgin birth. That was Jesus. And who did Satan want to destroy? Jesus. Psalm 22 can only describe Jesus. So here's a couple of things for us to consider. Jesus cried out, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Applying this Psalm to himself. We find that in Psalm 22, verse 1. He was publicly displayed as a failure, openly scorned and mocked. Psalm 22, verses 6 through 8. He was poured out like water. Psalm 22, verses 14 and 15. His bones were disjointed. His heart melted like wax on the cross. He suffered extreme exhaustion and thirst. His hands and feet were pierced. Psalm 22, verse 17. His executioners gambled over his garments. Psalm 22, 18. His deliverance from death led to the conversion of many Gentiles and future generations. Psalm 22, verses 27 through 31. Who else but Jesus could this passage be describing? I love that God's word gives us detail about future events before they come to pass for those who are seeking hard after him, our God, and who have ears to hear and eyes to see. Maranatha. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for bringing us successfully through another week. We are grateful. It is kind of a custom to get to the end of the week and just acknowledge it, that you have brought us through, that we are here, that you have spoken to us, that you continue to speak to us, that you speak to us in profound, comforting ways, and then you speak to us in profound, challenging ways. Like a father, you are fathering us, you are leading us, and we pray, Holy Spirit, that we become more and more aware of your guidance and leadership in our lives. We pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Just a couple of personal reflections. This week's ride on the struggle bus is tiring and rather discouraging. 
Fatigue is the weight that I drag around as it is difficult to sleep through the night with my head and shoulders elevated because lying flat results in choking, gagging on accumulating stuff at the back of the throat, and that gunk backs up into the eustachian tube into the ear. I did sleep on my back one night, and I woke to a clogged up ear that throughout the day would elevate to piercing pressure and pain in my right ear. That list of things to be done is not happening. I am sleeping a lot, and yes, I am praying, I am asking the Lord's healing for this temporary inconvenience because I know he can heal. The one thing that I do push myself to do is this, reading the Psalms because I am sure that someone needs God's truth, his promises of love, his promises of mercy, that he is offering us grace, that he cares for us, he sees us, he hears us, he is present with us, every single day, every moment throughout the day. Doing PsalmsCast is my simple offering to the Lord each day. If this podcast blesses you in some way, please be sure to share it with others in your life. Also, when you have the moment, if you would, would you reach out and let me know? I am so blessed to know that the Lord's gift of the Psalms is still impacting lives in a mighty way today. Yes, I would love to hear from you. You can reach out. The number is 1470-240-1509. That works for voice messages and text messages. It also works for WhatsApp. The email address is psalmscast at gmail.com. And you can participate as well on the Facebook page of Psalmscast. So I'm going to wrap up here for today. I love you. I am Denise, and I will be waiting for you here tomorrow.